This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Before this service started, um, Mark's son came up to me. Something about being a, a child just coming to Jesus as a child. And he came up to me, he said, the Holy Spirit told me to pray for you. And so I was back there just kind of walking in the aisles and he said, uh, the Holy Spirit told me to pray for you. And he prayed for me. Then after that, he went and he came back and he brought me this, this piece of paper. And he wrote something on here that I know was from heaven because nobody else would have known this. But he wrote on this something about coming as a child. If a child can receive, why aren't we receiving? If a child can receive from the Holy Spirit, what about us? But I was touched by that. I was touched by that. God is so faithful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So when I got the, the text from Pastor Kathy on Sunday about teaching, I'm a little high, I can hear the ring. About taking a service today. It's always a privilege and an honor to be used by by heaven. Because this is not something that I want to do. This is something that I know I'm called to do. And I know that whatever he calls you to do, he equipped you for it. So he equipped me to do the what he wants me to do. This is not me speaking. This is him speaking through me. I'm just a vessel that he has access to. I surrender my life to him. Lord, you have access. What do you want to do? Like, here am I. Send me. And so as I was praying and seeking the Lord about as far as what to share tonight, grab my notes. I believe this message is going to It's going to bless you. I like using examples. I think it, for me, I'm more of a visual learner. And uh, I like to use illustrations whenever I have the opportunity to speak his word. So I'll be reaching in this bag from time to time, pulling stuff out. We'll see how the, how the Holy Spirit wants to do. There's a lot that I want to share, and I'm cognitive of your time. And we'll see what he wants to do. I might have to ask Pastor Kathy for another Wednesday to finish. Well, we'll, we'll see how it goes.
So one thing I've, I've learned in my walk is that the word, this word right here is the most important tool in our life. Until I kind of beat this Bible up. I mean, the back of it is missing. It's one of my favorite Bibles. This is what I, it's Mac, John Maxwell's Leadership Bible. But it's the word. It's what's in it. What do, what do we do with the word? In order for you to flourish in this life, you must have this word. This word will keep you from falling. But if you're not in the word, then when st- stuff comes against you, stuff creeps in, you become shaky, you become unwavering. The purpose of the Bible was not to increase our knowledge, but the purpose of the Bible was to change our lives. Yeah. To change our life. We're not supposed to read this to get knowledge. We're supposed to live it. People need to see our life through this word. A lot of time we're trying to get head knowledge. But it's not about head knowledge. It's about the Bible was not given to us for information. The Bible was given to us for transformation. Should be transforming your life. It should be something different in between you and a, and a non-believer. It should be a difference. When you go in your workplace, it should be a difference. People should see see light in you. You should be representing Christ. You're an ambassador. You're an agent of change. You should be bringing change to your environment. Best example is Matthew 4, 19 through 21. And Jesus, he had just finished being in the being tempted. And he's talking about Jesus when he was walking by the Sea of Galilee. And as he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers fishing. He saw Simon called Peter. And then he saw Andrew, his brother, they were fishing. He told him, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Then he goes on and he sees two more. He sees James and John. He tells them the same thing. He was laying some groundwork in these men. And that's what I'm going to teach you all about is, is some groundwork is going to take place tonight. I'm going to lay some groundwork. It's, it might sound heavy. It might come across heavy. But this is what the Holy Spirit gave me to, to deliver to you. If you take heed, if you have ears to hear. You have benefit. The word works when the spirit of God is connected to it. You got the word and you got the Holy Spirit. The word and the spirit. The word and the spirit. Pastor Gavin mentioned something on Sunday. He said, um, and I wrote it down. He said, live in my live in my image so that you can reflect my likeness. Live in my image so you can reflect my likeness. People need to look at us and see what heaven is like. By our lifestyle, by our attitude, how we respond. They need to see that. We don't need to act like the world being angry and bitter and, and cussing and, and doing all the things that the world do. They need to see a difference in us, our lifestyle. There should be a difference. 
So tonight, I want to talk to you about a familiar passage. It's a story of two men building houses. Both men use the same material. Both build in the same geographical location. But one man's house stood while the other man's house collapsed. The difference is foundation. Foundation. And so that's what I want to speak to you on tonight. It's foundation. And I'm going to break it down. I'm going to talk about the rock. And I'm going to talk about the sand. And I'm going to try to get through the rock. If I can't get through the rock, then I'll ask Pastor Kathy for another Wednesday night and I'll talk about the sand. But it's two parts. Your foundation. I want to talk about your foundation. When Jesus met Peter, James, and, and John, and the Andrew uh, brothers, these brothers, these disciples, he was laying some groundwork. He told them to follow me. They gave up everything. They left everything. But he was laying some groundwork. He saw something in them that they didn't see in themselves. Some groundwork he was laying. And so foundation, which Rafa likes to look up words. I looked it up for him. Foundation is, is the base. It's the bedrock. It's the ground. It's the groundwork. It's the infrastructure. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. Your, your foundation. Your foundation. So in Matthew chapter 7, I think it is. <clears throat> Jesus closed out the, the Sermon on the Mount with the parable that drives home the importance of obedience. It's not enough to, be, to say these things. It's, we have to practice these things. We have to practice. Practice. Just like it, when I played basketball. In order for me to become good and better, I had to practice. It required a lot of work. And so we have to practice what we learn in here. And the word, when we come here on Sundays, when we come here on Wednesdays, when we meet at the men's meetings, the women's meeting, we get around other believers and iron sharpens iron. We sharpen one another. The foundation. So in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27, they'll put it on the screen for you. And it says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, so hears and do them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. The house is your life. The house is your life. We're talking about the rock right now. And I'm going to continue further. I'm going to read all of it, then I'll come back to it. In verse 26, it says, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. So my question to you tonight is, what does your foundation look like? 
What does your foundation look like? Do people run to you when they're at work? Do people run to you in the neighborhood? When people see you out in the marketplace, do people come to you? Are, you, are people drawn to you? Is your foundation, is it solid or is it shaky? What does your foundation look like? What does your foundation look like? So I have a rock. What does your foundation look like? So I'm going to go back over verses 24 and 25. And then we're going to dive into the foundation, the rock. The rock is another word for Petros, what Jesus called Peter. The one who hears the words of the Lord and does them builds his house upon this rock. It says, Matthew 7, 24 says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. What we focus on determines the direction we go in. What we focus on determines the direction we go in. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the rock, the chief cornerstone? Or are you focusing on other situations? You're focusing on what's going on in the world. There's a lot of chaos going on. Are you focusing on that? What does your foundation look like? What does it look like? I have this rock in my hand. Storms will come. Fear will come. Doubt and unbelief will come. But we found it on the rock. It can't penetrate. It cannot penetrate. If, you, if you're in Christ, if you are in Christ, you're, you're founded on the rock. He's your foundation. He's your bedrock. The rock. Now let's look at some things that, to keep our foundation solid. So I'm going to cover some things that are going to tell you to keep your foundation solid. I need a chair. So James 4, 7. I'm just going to read it from the screen. James 4, 7 is talking about draw near to the, to the word. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. It's not what we do, but why we do it. It's not what we do, but why we do it. Why do we come to church? Why do we worship? Why do we spend time in his presence? Because that's building our foundation. Coming more like him. 
hopefully you guys can see that. I was hoping this turned out a little bit better. So I'm going to kind of go back and forth. I'm going to read some word, and I'm going to point to my board up here I have. I'm not sure if you guys can see that. I was hoping it would be a little bit bigger. But here in the center, it has rock equal wise. It's the wise man. And some of these words up here, this keeps your foundation solid. And I'll just cover a few of them. The first one is do what is right. Do what is right keeps your foundation solid. When everybody else around you will do wrong, you do what's right. You continue to to do the things that you know to do. Everywhere Jesus went, he was doing good, the Bible says. Regardless of what everyone does around you, do what's right. It keeps your foundation solid. James 1.22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. We have to do the word. What happens a lot of times is we read the word and we're not doing anything with it. Like my mom always said, it goes in one ear, not the other. But are we doing the word? Do the word. We have to be doers of the word. Don't just hear only. Another one up here I'm just going to cover is self-control. Do we have self-control when things get chaotic? When things seem like they're, they're not working out in our favor? When our boss gets on us, we get upset, we get angry. Do we have self-control? Do we allow things to creep in? Self-control. Your foundation have to be solid. If you let anything else besides these words, it'll... It'll crack. It'll be a crack in your foundation. All the enemy needs is just a little crack. He gets a little crack, then your foundation can fall. All he needs is a little access. Just get up, get angry, get upset. Flip somebody off in traffic. Only takes just a little bit, just a little. All he needs is just an inch. Give him an inch. Go to Romans 10, 17. Hear the word. Hear the word. Hear the word. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Remember, we're talking about the rock. How do we keep our foundation solid? We hear the word. We not only hear the word, but we do in the word. We hear the word, hear the word, hear the word, hear the word. I remember when I was in, in South Carolina, when I was away from my family for three years. And a chaplain came to me and he he gave me this. And this is a military Bible stick. And it's almost like an MP3 player. And it has the whole New Testament. Plug it in your ear and hit play and it plays the whole New Testament. And I used to listen to this. 
when I work out, when I wake up, when I go to bed. I used to listen to it. I was feeding my spirit, man, because I wanted my foundation solid. Even though I was, a, I was in a place that I didn't want to be, I could have easily said, Lord, I don't want to be here. I'm not doing this. But no, there was a reason why I was there. He was pruning. He was working. He, he was correcting. He was, he was ministering. He was speaking to me. That was my wilderness journey. That was a tough three years for me. It was hard for me. But I didn't faint. I didn't faint. My foundation is solid because of that. We can look at Acts chapter 16 and we can look at uh, Paul and Silas life. How uh, the Bible says that they were they were walking in this this woman. This this girl had a, 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 a demon spirit. And they would be walking and she'll be following them, mocking them and saying these things. And then one day Paul said out, he said, come out of her. And the spirit came out of her. But her master got mad because the demon was gone. His money was gone. His resources were gone. And they threw Paul and Silas in jail. They chained them. They, they whooped them. They had slashes on their back. But what did they do? They could have sat in that jail and been like, Lord, we, we, we do these things for you. But we're in this jail cell. They could have pouted. But they knew the God they served. They knew that God would bring them out. They knew that he had he'll make a way for them when they didn't see a way. He he knew that he would bring them out. They knew that the foundation, their foundation was solid. They could have easily succumbed to it and be like, no, we're in this jail. I just I just suck it up. But no, he was like, no, I know the God I serve. I know he's going to take care of us. I know he's going to get us out of this situation. And they prayed and they sung. And they said the angel came and escorted them out of that place. Because their foundation was solid. They knew who they were. They knew the God they served. Do you know the God you serve? Do you know that he's able to bring you out of situation? He's able to move that mountain in your life. Whatever it is, he's able to do it for you. Just trust in him. Your foundation has to be solid. Is your foundation solid? Is it the rock? Is it built on the rock? Are you letting things come in? Your foundation. It starts with the word. Church, I say, be careful how you listen. Why is that? Why do I say be careful how you listen? I say be careful how you listen because your future depends on what you listen to. You listen to the news, you become depressed. I stopped watching the news years ago. I hear from everybody else. They tell me what's going on. They tell me about this new virus. They tell me about the shooting that, that happened in Michigan. There's so much chaos in the world. That's why our foundation have to be solid. If our foundation is not solid, we will, the enemy will be able to creep in. Our foundation needs to be solid. Another thing up here is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Forgiveness will keep you solid. 
If you have unforgiveness, unforgiveness brings bitterness. You have to be quick to forgive. Remember, Jesus said, how many times should I forgive? He said, 70 times seven. You continue to forgive. Remember growing up and. And my mom and dad, he would do things and and I would get upset. My dad would. And and he'd done things to my mom that I wasn't proud of. I wasn't happy about. I was hurt. But my mom was quick to forgive him for the things he, he did. But I wasn't as quick to forgive because I was hurt by the situation. I was hurt by the circumstances. But I remember one day talking to my mom. She's like, Kevin, if I can forgive your dad, so can you. And I had to ponder that. If she can forgive him, then so can I. It hinders our prayers if we don't forgive. Foundation. What's your foundation look like? Is it solid? Another thing to keep your your solid is you have to be other centered, not self centered. Other centered, not self centered. It's about other people. Jesus was always going about doing good. He was always looking for opportunities to, to, to speak to people, to talk to people, to minister to people. He was always going about doing good. He was always about others. It was all about others. When we become self-centered, we, we allow things to, to creep in. When it's all about me, myself, and I, that's not the kingdom. The kingdom is about others. What do you do for others? It's about others. Let's go to Joshua 1 8. <laughs> and this is meditate on the word. Joshua 1 8. Move around the Christmas decorations. Is this you? No, it looks good. It's beautiful in here. Yeah, great job by the staff. Joshua 1.8, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. But one thing you have to do, you have to meditate. Meditate on the word. Meditate. Meditate on the word. Feed your faith and starve your your doubts to death. Feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. Feed your faith. What are you feeding your faith? We don't meditate anymore. We don't. Why we don't meditate? You meditate, you take a scripture and you ponder for three or, three or four days. Lord, what does this scripture mean to me? What am I supposed to get out from this scripture? 
You sit and you ponder. You sit and ask the Lord. You have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. What does this scripture mean to me? What do you want me to get from this scripture? Meditate. That's meditating. Meditating on the scripture. Meditating on the word. It's about my foundation. Another thing to keep your rock, to be solid, be wise. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. What does that mean? Continue to pray. Lord, thank you, Lord, that I'm healthy. Lord, thank you that my family is healthy and whole. Father, I thank you, Lord, that whatever comes against me, you've already provided a way for me to escape. Regardless of what it looks like, I'm coming out victorious. I'm not going to let my situation, I'm not going to let my circumstance defeat me because I'm the victor. I'm constantly giving him praise. I'm giving him thanksgiving. I'm praying without ceasing. The disciples walked with Jesus for three years and they never asked him, Lord, teach us this. How you, how you pray for these, these people? Only one thing the disciples ever asked Jesus. One thing, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Because they used to see him doing this every morning. They would, they would look for him and like, where's Jesus? He'd go off to himself and he'd pray. And after he finished praying, he, he'd go to the disciples like, all right, let's go to town. And he goes to town and he does all these, these miraculous things because he spent time in prayer. Are we, how much time are we spending in prayer to hear from heaven? Do we go in and pray and pray and then leave? Or are, we, are we allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us? And Holy Spirit, what do you have to say? I've said what I need to say. Or what do you want to say to me? What happens a lot of times we get in prayer, we pray and then we walk out. We don't give him time to pray, to, to receive from heaven. When we don't pray, we lock up heaven, church. When we don't pray, we lock up heaven. When we pray, we, heaven's open. Your foundation. It's about your foundation. The stuff we put on the inside is the stuff that's going to come out. Put the word in us, the word is going to come out. We put the news in us, the news is going to come out. What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? It's about what you intake. Body needs nourishment. The Bible says he longs to be with us. We can have as much of God as we want, but it all depends on us. We can have as much of him as we want. You might see people and think, man, nigga, why are they so blessed? Why, why is this? Because they're spending time. They're building their foundation. To me, it's not that I have to pray, but I get to pray. I get to go and enter his presence. I get to go and hear from heaven. I get to do these things. Not that I have to do it, 
I go in that mindset, Lord, I'm, I'm coming to pray. I'm coming to hear from you. What does heaven have for me today? I'm ready to, to eat. Remember, Jesus at the, the well with the Samaritan woman and his disciples went to go get food. And, and, they, and they came back and he had food and they asked Jesus, are you hungry? Are you going to eat? He said, I have food that you know not of. He was about doing the, the business of the father. Are we about our father's business? There's people that you know that needs to hear a word from you. There's somebody that you know, every one of us, that we know right now that needs to hear a word from heaven, that needs something, and we are the carriers, but we don't even open our mouth. We're not solid. We're not solid. Our foundation is shaky. We're scared to go and witness. We're scared to go and pray for somebody because we're not solid. Another thing up here is serve. Serve. If you belong to Living Faith Church and you're not serving, you're taking up space. You're taking up space. You need to be serving. Serving in the house of God. Serving in the house. Giving your time, your talent, and your treasure. Time. Talent, treasure. There's gifts in all of us, gifts and talents in all of us. Some can do more than others, but we all can do something. We all can put our hands to the plow and do something. But the question is, are you, do you want to get some skin in the game? You can be an usher. You can serve it back there in the, in the sound booth. You can be up your part of the worship team. You can volunteer in the, the, the greeters, the welcome team, the prayer team. Whatever it is, serve, get involved. This is how you stay solid. The rock, your foundation, get involved, serve. Serve one another. Jesus said it best. He said, I did not come to be served, but to what? Serve others. Serve others. Are we serving others? Serve. Serve others. The last one on the rock is Jude one twenty. Or I can say Jude 20 is only one chapter. Foundation. What's your foundation look like? But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. A lot of times I get in prayer and I don't know what to pray. But I just start praying in the Spirit. And I start praying in the Spirit. Words will come. Things will come. He helps us to pray. When we don't know what to pray as we ought. 
He says that over in Romans 8. He helps us. He comes alongside and he helps us. How do you keep your foundation solid? Right there. Praying in the Holy Spirit. I wrote down, I wrote this down. Listen to this. Prayer is earthly license for heavenly interference. Prayer is mankind given heaven authority to perform God's word on earth. We're giving him permission. We're giving him access to do whatever he wants to do here on this earth. But we have to open our mouth. We have to spend time. We have to do those things. We have to pray. We have to pray. Not that you have to pray, but you get to pray. You get to pray. What scripture is come boldly before the throne of grace? What's your description on that? Come boldly, I think that's uh, that's Hebrews, yeah, it's Hebrews. I'll Google it. Okay. So the last thing up here on my board I'll cover is pursue peace. Pursue peace. There's so much chaos in the world right now. But if we bring peace to that situation, we remain solid. The Bible talks about peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Are you a peacemaker? When you see chaos in your office, are you a peacemaker when you see things happening in the marketplace? Are you a peacemaker when you see things happening in your neighborhood? Are you a peacemaker? Or do you get involved and you, you murmur and you, you gossip and you, you get in line with the world and you fall right in line with them? Or are you bringing peace to this situation? Pursue peace. Keeps you solid. Keeps you, keeps you wise. I'm not going to cover the sand. I think I need to speak more on the rock. The rock foundation. Foundation. Another thing up here is integrity. Do we have integrity to do the right thing? When no one is looking, do we have integrity? You might think you're getting away with it, but heaven knows. But integrity keeps you you're solid. What does your foundation look like? Are you built upon the rock? Are you built upon the rock? Let me go back to the description and read it to you one more time. So therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, so you have to hear and does them. 
You have to hear and you have to do it. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. The Bible says in John 16:33, it talks about that we will experience tribulations, but be of good cheer. Tribulation is going to come. Attack's going to come. Fear, doubt, and unbelief will come. But remember, you found it on the rock. He's the chief cornerstone. He's your strong tower. Whatever you need is, is in him. It's in him. It's not in us. It's in him. Do we look towards heaven first? When a situation comes, when something arises in our life, what is the first place you go? The first place you should go is to heaven. The Bible says to acknowledge him in all our ways and he will direct our path. Do we acknowledge him? Lord, what did I do about this situation? Lord, how do I handle this situation? Do we hear from heaven? That's having a solid foundation that our, our trust and our confidence is in his ability, not our ability. It's in his ability because we are nothing without him. It's in him. Foundation. What does your foundation look like? You stand out or you fitting in? You know, if a a fire marshal came in this building and if he was to do an inspection and if he saw the lights in here, he would not condemn the building. If he saw a hole in the wall, he would not condemn the building. If he saw ruins in the carpet or in the chairs or whatever, he wouldn't condemn the building. But if he saw a crack in the foundation, If he saw a crack in the foundation, he would condemn the building. And church, I ask you, are there any cracks in your foundation? Are you standing strong in the word? Are you meditating on the word? Are you seeking heaven? Are you drawing near to the word? Are you doing the word? Are you hearing the word? Are you meditating on the word? Are you praying in the Holy Spirit? It keeps your foundation solid. Foundation. Foundation. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? What are you allowing into your ears? What are you feeding yourself? Again, what you put on the inside is what's going to come out. If you have bitterness, guess what's going to come out? 
If you have anger, guess what's going to come out? If you have fear, guess what's going to come out? Whatever you allow on the inside is going to come out. It's not easy walking this this life, but we trust him. For he already knows what's ahead. We trust him. We believe him. It's like that song says, if he said it, I believe it. If he said it, I believe it. Are you still here? Age, can you start? Can you play keys for me? Foundation. What does your foundation look like? And church, don't get me wrong. I, this message, this word beat me up as well. I'm not standing before you being perfect or my foundation is, is solid. There are some areas in my, my life I still need to work on. But I know who to go to. Yeah. I know who to go to. I know, that, I know who I belong to. When I surrender my life, I, I took up on Christ. I said, Lord, I surrender everything to you. What do you want me to do? I surrender all. And I gave it to him. So in exchange, I get his life. And it didn't happen overnight. It was a process. It was a process of pruning. Remember, I used to listen to some bad music, real bad music. And I remember one day the, the Lord told me to get rid of it. And I had like 300 some CDs. And CDs were like 10, 12 bucks a CD. And some of them were double disc. 300. I had a big case of them. And I remember one day the Lord told me to give it away. He said, give it away. I'm doing a work in you. You don't need that anymore. Give it away. So little by little, I began to, here you go. You can have this. You can have it. Give it away till everything was gone. I'm not saying that he's going to tell you to do that, but that's just my walk. He speaks to you according to your walk. But it was a pruning process to get me to where I'm at. He had to fix my tongue, my language. There's areas in my life that I had. I surrendered. Lord, I surrender these things to you. I want all of you, I want to become more like you. What do I need to do? He must increase, but I must decrease. Are you willing to decrease? Are you willing to let go and let God? Are you willing to let him to take the wheel, take control? Take control of the house. Take control over my job. Take control over my boss. Take control over my finances. Take control over my health. Take control over my kids. Whatever it is, I surrender to you.
Because I know if I do those things that you're going to work everything out for my good, the Bible says. Because I trust you, I'll, I'll obey you. And that's what I do in my prayer time, church. I, I remind the Lord of the things that, that I do. Lord, I'm a tither. Lord, I'm a giver. Lord, I serve in your house. Lord, I give my time. I remind him of those things. I, I have a journey. And I write down every time he speaks to me. I go back and I, Lord, remember I, you said this. You said this, Lord. I'm holding you to your word. So I know it's not going to return void. You said it. If you said it, I believe it. My foundation. I know who to go to. I know who to run to. trust him. I trust him. Church, I don't want to just teach this word. I want to live it. I want to live it. I want to live it. We have to get to that point where we're doing the word. We're not just hearing the word. We're doing it. We're doing it. Be about our father's business. Go out there and speak to your neighbor. Go out there and Speak to the person on the job that needs to hear something. You know the people around you that's going through things. Go and be that jumper cable. That source of energy, that source of light. That when you speak to them, change happens. There's a different outlook in their life. It should be something different. Show you something different. Solid foundation. What's your foundation look like? Are you built up on the rock, the petros? long as you are in the world you will experience tribulation but the Bible says to be of good cheer because he's already overcome it you are an overcomer regardless of what comes against you it cannot penetrate it cannot penetrate a rock storms may come winds may blow but because you're on solid foundation you will not fall because you're built upon a rock you're built upon the rock
whenever you encounter someone, they should leave you differently than when they first encountered you. When the disciples first encountered Jesus, he said, follow me. But then when Jesus left, they had the Holy Spirit, but they were different because they had been with him. When you encounter people, are they different when you leave them? If they're not different, then you need to check your foundation. You go back to these things I just mentioned. Draw near to the word, do the word, hear the word, meditate on the word, and pray in the Holy Spirit. That's just a few things. Check your foundation. speak the word, I have the opportunity to speak and deliver the word, I expect him to show up. I give him permission. I give him access. Lord, I've done what you've asked me to do. I always like to allow him to do what he wants to do. I just, I just move when he tells me to move. He leads, I follow. Whatever he wants me to do, I'll do it. speak. 
said it'll get better he said it'll get better it will get better don't look to your left don't look to your right keep your eyes vertical it will get better it will get better Jesus 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 Jesus, 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 you're faithful. I think I said this to you, the Holy Spirit said this before, but I just want to. He reminded me about Matthew. About Matthew. Yeah. He's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back. He showed up Thanksgiving. Yeah. for this night Holy Spirit thank you for always showing up every time we gather you always show up thank you for being in our midst thank you that this word that went forth that we don't just hear the word but we go out and we do the word that our foundation is solid that we built upon the rock Thank you that you minister to every heart tonight. You know what each and every person needs. 
meet that need according to your will and your plan and your purpose for their life. There's nothing too hard for you. There is nothing too hard for you. If you're able to split the Red Sea, if you're able to make a donkey speak, there's nothing too hard for you. Whatever mountain stands in our way, whatever situation stands in our way, that we know that the God we serve, that you're able to make a way out of no way. I speak to every mountain in the name of Jesus the Christ that it falls right now as the walls fell in Jericho. It falls. I declare and decree that right now the name that's above every name, I speak it in authority. It falls. Holy Spirit, I thank it as we leave this place tonight. That your ministering angels are round about us, protecting us on every side. Because we're in the world, we're not of the world. That you're, you're protecting us from all hurt, danger, everything that tries to come against us. Because we have on our armor. And we're protecting on every side. Thank you as we lay down tonight that we enjoy your beloved sleep. And that you remind us of the things that you spoke tonight about our foundation. What areas we need to work on. What areas, areas we need to prune off. Areas we, we need to, to work on and focus on. You speak to us as we lay down tonight. Bring it back to our remembrance. Reveal it to us in dreams and visions. Let there be change from this night forward. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your people. They're the head and not the tail. They're above and not beneath. They're blessed in the cities and they're blessed in the field. That you blessed are going in and that you blessed are going out. Anyone's going to get a promotion, it'll be these, your people. If anyone's going to get increase, it'll be these, your people. If anyone receives favor, it'll be these, your people. Bless them. I bless them in the name that's above every name. Rain down blessings. Let this be a December that they'll never forget. A December that they will never forget. As we end 2021, this will be a year. This will be a month that they'll look back and say, look what the Lord has done. I speak it over your people. In the name above every name. Amen. Welcome to So. I always enjoy, I've said this numerous times, uh, Wednesdays. It's kind of my favorite service of the week. 
you know, people come because they want to be here, because they want to experience more. You know, we can come on Sundays and become kind of mundane. But Wednesday, you want to be here because you worked all day and you come in and get in this presence and this atmosphere. Um, but there's just something about Wednesdays, about gathering with you all. I just thank you for your faithfulness. I know Pastor Kathy, thank you all for just your faithfulness just coming. So I just want to say thank you up front. I'm going to pull you up. <clears throat> so before I get into the words, and I just kind of want to cover a couple of things before I get into it. So this is what I have in my hand is to, regardless of what I say tonight, regardless of what is ministered tonight, this is the most important thing in your life right here. Yep. Right. Regardless of what comes out of my mouth, regardless of what occurs, this is the most important thing right here, this word, yes. most important tool. I just want to go over a couple of scriptures up front, and then I'll kind of do a uh, <clears throat> a recap of what I talked about last week, and then I'll uh, share what I have today, the Holy Spirit put on my heart. So a couple of scriptures, just want to kind of run over a quick. John 8, 32, and they'll put it up on the screen. And it says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What's the truth? The truth is this word of God. Like I said, this word. Another scripture is 3 John 1, 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. How do you walk in truth? You walk in truth by knowing what's in the word. Matthew 24, 35 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will no means pass away. So it all starts with the word. This is where it starts. This is God speaking to us. This is his word. In John 1, it says that, and I'll put it up on the screen, John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. What's the word? The word is logos. The word. He's the word. He is the word. And how we become intimate with him is in his word. What does his word say? Anytime a situation arises in my life, I, I go to the word. What does the word say about this situation? I always go back here. This is where it starts. This is my, my foundation. Regardless, do I have scripture for it? Now, if I have scripture for it, I stand on it. That's what keeps me solid. Two things the word does. The word confirms or it challenges. It'll confirm what you already know or it'll challenge you to be better, to do, to be more like him. And that's how we should be striving to become more like him. Imitate him. 
If you want to know God, you, you have to know the Bible. It starts here. It starts in his word. His word will keep you from falling. It will keep you stable. It will keep you solid. The word. So if you don't get nothing else I say tonight, I want to point you to the word. The word. The word of God. The truth. The truth. So last week I shared what the Holy Spirit put on my heart. He wanted me to talk about foundation. And last week I shared with, I talked about the rock. And we came out of Matthew 7, uh, verses 24 through 27. And in those verses it says, uh, the, the first two, it says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who builds his house up on the rock. And it says, the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. And I was sharing in that with these two scriptures is that when he's talking about house, he's talking about your life. And he's talking about having a, a solid foundation, regardless of what comes against you in life. You want to make sure that your foundation is solid. How? How do we keep our foundation solid? We keep our foundation solid by the word of God. What I was, those scriptures I mentioned up front. This is how we keep our foundation solid is through the word. What does the word say about this situation? What does the word say about the, the situations that arises in my life? The word. And also I had up here, I had a, I had a board. And there were several things that I went over as far as talking about the rock. And how do we keep our ourselves solid? And I talked about uh, sure, yes, thank you. Thanks, man. I got it. And so a couple of things that I talked about last week, I talked about drawing near to God. I talked about doing the word. I talked about hearing the word. I talked about meditating on the word. And I talked about praying in the Holy Spirit. These are the things that's going to keep your foundation solid. And I kind of went over a couple of things on this board about how do we keep our foundation solid. And I went over a couple of these, exhorting one another, serving one another. Keeping our foundation solid. When attacks come, what do we go to? What does our mind first go through when a situation arises in our life? Does it go to him or does it go to the problem? We should bring that problem to the problem solver. He's the one that created us. He's the one that designed this body. Go to the designer. That's where you're going to get life. That's where you're going to get strength. It's in his word. What does his word say about that situation? So today, what I want to cover is the other part of those two scriptures. Verses 26 and 27, it talks about the sand. It says, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and and does not do them, 
will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it fell, and great was his fall. So a couple of things that I take from these, these four scriptures. With the solid, when you build on the foundation, and then with the sand. Both of these, all four of these These two scriptures, I'm sorry, in verse 25 and 27, it says the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house. So both of these incidents happened in both of these two, these scriptures. It happened in the house that stood and it happened in the house that fell. So what's the difference? The difference is position. Position yourself for what's to come. Position yourself for the attacks that come against you. One life was able to withstand because it was in the right position. It was in the right position because it had the word of God. It knew what the word said. It was able to go to the word. The other house failed because it didn't have the word. There was cracks. The foundation wasn't solid. It might have some word, but it didn't have the, the word to stand on. We can have the word, but we're not doing the word. The scripture says that not only be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word. We hear in the word, but we have to do the word. Do the word. The world we're living in today, there's so much chaos going on. There's so many, so many things happening, so many things occurring in our life. We have to make sure we're on a solid foundation, that there's no cracks in our foundation. And this can be a hard message to teach. But this, has been a, this message has been working in me because I have to make sure that my foundation is solid. I'm asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what, is, what areas in my life that I need to work on? What, what are areas that, 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 cra- that are cracks in my foundation? Are there any areas that I need to focus on? What areas are, are weak? What areas that need to be strengthened? It's about position. What position are you in? So when the storm comes, when the waves beat up on the house, the wind blew, what position are you in? Position yourself. Second Timothy 1.7, this is talking about fear. Remember, we're talking about, we look, when I look at some things that, that crack our foundation, and one thing is fear. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says that for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear causes our house to, to shake. It causes our house to, it can cause our house to crumble. The opposite of fear is what? Faith. God operates in faith. The Bible says without, it is impossible to please him. You have to have faith with faith. Faith pleases God. Fear causes us to get out of faith. Fear causes our foundation to, to have cracks in it. Fear. Up here on the board. I have sand. 
equal foolish man. One of the words up here I have is evil company. Evil company can cause cracks in your foundation. I told someone once before, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. The people you associate with, the people you hang around with, are they building you up or are they tearing you down? Just be careful. I just want to encourage you tonight, church, about your foundation. There's a reason that the Holy Spirit gave me this message is to to prepare you for what's to come. You want to make sure that your foundation is solid, that you're able to withstand when the winds and the floods and the and the and the storms beat. You want to make sure your foundation is solid. Don't allow these negative things to to cause a crack or the enemy come in and penetrate. All he needs is an inch. You give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. Just be mindful. Just be aware of your of what the word says. Dedicate time. I know we work, we have, we work from nine to five or whatever our hours is, but what are we doing after that time when we get off? Spend time with him. That's how we get to know him. This is how we become intimate with him. This is how we know what his word says. When a situation arises in our life, we, we go to the word. I know what the word says because it's in me. It's in me. Get it in us. Romans 12, 2, another thing that keeps, that can cause a crack in our foundation is, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do not be conformed to the world, but renew your mind. How do we renew our mind? We renew our mind by reading the word. What does the word say? Constantly feeding ourselves, constantly hearing messages, feeding our spirit, man. What we put on the inside is going to come out. Feeding ourselves. The life we lead is the Bible people read. They read our life by how we, our lifestyle, our attitude. By the way you live, you reveal that either he is Lord of all or he is not Lord at all. How we live. How we live. Is he Lord or is he not Lord at all? How we live. Another word up here I have is grumble. Grumbling or complaining. Those can cause cracks in our foundation. I can be at work and I can be on a, a meeting and I can hear my coworkers are saying something about another coworker or saying something about somebody else and and I have a conversation with them off to the side, private. Because it's tearing down. And those conversations can cause a domino effect. But be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, doing, doing those things that we know what we ought to do. If we see something that's not right, we, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I 
Another thing that can cause our cracks in our foundation is judging. Judging. That scripture is Luke 6.37. It says, judge not and you shall not be judged. One thing that I've, I've been focusing on is, is what I'm about to say likely to cause problems or promote peace? Is what I'm about to say out of my mouth, is it likely to cause problems or promote peace? I've been meditating on that. I want to be careful what I say. I want to build up. I don't want to tear down. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Be mindful of what we say. They can, remember, we're talking about the sand. These are things that causes cracks in our foundation. Judging. Also, unforgiveness. The second part of that verse, Luke 6, 37, it says, forgive and you will be forgiven. I can forgive others because I have been forgiven. Forgive. Forgive. Unforgiveness brings bitterness. I know I've said this before. Forgive. Another word up here I have is unruly tongue. An unruly tongue. There's been plenty of times I can be in traffic and somebody cut me off. But I have to hold my tongue. Or something happens at work and I have to hold my tongue. Or somebody's being rude and I have to hold my tongue. Because I know if I say something besides holding my tongue, it can cause a crack in my foundation. And all the enemy needs is just a little crack. Romans 6.23 talks about sin. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Sin separates us from God. Sin causes us to deteriorate. The Bible says that all have sin and come short. We all have sin. But we run to the Father. Forgiving Father, He forgives us. He forgives us. Throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. Another word up here I have is not loving our neighbor. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is anybody we come in contact with. Our neighbor. We love our neighbor. Doing, going out of our way. Doing things that's going to build that person up. Going that extra mile. Loving our neighbor.
Another word is being quick-tempered. I used to be there. I used to have a quick temper, and I used to spout off at the mouth. But it wasn't doing any good. It was, I was only getting riled up, and I was causing a wildfire. But these are things that causes cracks in our foundation. This causes us to, to sand. The next one I have here is the past. Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do is forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Never let your yesterday keep you from your tomorrow. Never let your yesterday keep you from tomorrow. Foundation. Foundation. Forget those things that are behind. Press on. Move forward. Don't look back. Don't look back. Another word up here is speaking evil. Speaking evil. Others I have up here is the lust of the eyes, pride of life, burden, worry, doubt, unbelief. All those, all those words up here I have causes us to and cause our cracks in our foundation. But if we know what the word says, go back here. If we know what the word says, and we do the word, we just don't hear it only, then we're able to withstand the, the rain, we're able to withstand the floods, we're able to withstand the wind. Whatever comes against us, we're able to withstand because we know what the word says. We're in a uh, we're in the right position. We're in the right position because we know what the word says. The truth of the word. First Corinthians three eleven. It says this: For no other foundation can anyone lay. Than which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. He's already laid the foundation for us. He's already paid the price. Everything that we face has already been paid for. We're born to win. It's already paid for. Everything we're going to face, it's already been taken care of. I have here only one foundation is required for a building. Once it is laid, it never needs to be repeated. Jesus Christ came and laid the foundation for us. He paid the price. He gave us the best example there is to follow. All we have to do is imitate him. What does the word say? 
What does the word say? Meditate on the word. Read the word. This is where our truth comes from. This is a roadmap. Whatever occurs in life, this is where we find the answer. This is where we find the answer. The word. There is solid ground we stand on when there is sinking sand all around us. We're able to stand on solid ground because of the word of God. Because of our relationship with him. Because of who he is. We're able to stand on solid ground. Yes, we're going to face tribulation. The Bible says that. But be of good cheer. We're overcomers. We're more than conquerors. Regardless of what we face in life. He's for us and not against us. He's with us. Everywhere we go, God goes with us. The Bible says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He's with us. He's with us regardless of what it looks like. Regardless of what you face. He's with you. Or Roberts once said, that when the word is really abiding in you, when it's alive and producing like it should, you can hear it. You know what it's like when you get a song in your mind and you just keep hearing it over and over inside. Well, when you start abiding in the word, you're probably going to hear it in much the same way. When you have the word in you, the word is going to come out when a situation arises, when a problem arises. It's going to come out because you got the word and you have to do your part to get the word in you. When a situation comes, that you're able to speak the word. You're able to stand firm. He's your strong tower. Regardless of what you face, regardless of what happens, regardless of what comes against you, I'm able to withstand the floods, the wind, because of the word. Because of the word. Foundation. Foundation. Starts with the word. Most important tool in our life is the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Foundation. Colossians three sixteen. 
This will be my last scripture. Thank you, Lord. It's less, it says this, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And I'll stop there. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. The word of Christ, the Logos, dwell in you. How do we get the word in us? We spend time in his, in his presence, in his word, praying in the Holy Spirit, meditating on the word, eating the word, drawing near. He keeps us, keeps the cracks from coming in our foundation. We're able to withstand because we're, the word is, is in us. The word is in us. Be that light that others can see. Be the light that others can see. People need to see what heaven looks like by looking at us. By looking at us, they need to see what heaven is like. We should make unbelievers jealous because of the, the life we live. We, because of, we know what the word says. The word. Foundation. So I just want to encourage you, church. Your house, your life, what is your, is your life built on the, the solid foundation or is your, your life built on the sand? Yes, we're going to face trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. He's already overcome it. He's already overcome it. We're victorious. Regardless of what it looks like, we come out on top. There's no battle he hasn't lost. Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Thank you, Lord. Foundation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that our foundations are solid. Thank you, Lord. You're with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Can you play my keys for me? Thank you, Lord.
Church, like I said earlier, it's about position. And last week and this week, I just want to make sure, I want to bring something to encourage you. To encourage you what we're going to face in life. The Bible says that we will have tribulation. I just want to encourage you that regardless of what you face, that you're an overcomer. That we don't fight. We fight the good fight of faith. The good fight of faith. And one thing we have to do is trust and obey. Regardless of what it looks like, we trust him and we obey him. The Bible says to acknowledge him in all our ways and he'll direct our path regardless of what it looks like. Lord, I trust you. I'm not sure how this mountain is going to fall, but Lord, I trust you. I'm going over this mountain. Regardless of what happens around me, regardless of what my boss say, regardless of what my neighbor says, regardless of what it looks like, you fight, you fight my battles. You fight my battle. I trust you. I trust you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Foundation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Regardless of what it looks like, we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. Regardless of what comes against us, that we run to the strong tower, for there we are safe. Regardless. What attack comes in our life? Financial attack, health attack, family attack, job attack. Whatever attack comes, that our foundation is solid, that we're able to pick up the word and we're able to use our sword the word of God and we're able to speak truth into that situation for our greatest example said it is written every time Jesus was attacked by the enemy he said it is written it is written it is written 
Let that be the key words that come out of our mouth. Every time attack comes, we say, no, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. The word comes up. The word comes alive in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the word. Thank you, Father, for the word. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you for leaving this, leaving this word for us that we're able to build ourselves up on our most holy faith. We're able to stand strong. We're able to be bold and courageous. We're able to face life circumstances because the word is in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The word. that everyone is here tonight that their sound their foundation is solid that they have the mind of Christ and whatever problem situation or life occurs they're built on a solid foundation able to withstand because you're for us and not against us because you're working even when we don't see it even when we don't feel it you're working in our lives you're working in our kids you're working in the job you're working in the marketplace you're working for favor you're working for increase in our life thing is you've already ordered our steps you've already opened doors that no man can shut we trust you we trust you thank you Holy Spirit thank you for working
Jesus we have everything we have Jesus we have everything for this night. Thank you for this word. Thank you that we leave here stronger. of your word and because of who you are and that you're our God you're our helper we trust you we love you thank you for caring about those small things that we care about thank you for speaking with us on the ride home. Thank you for speaking with us in the shower. Thank you for speaking with us in our cars. Thank you for speaking with us when when we lay our head down. Thank you for always leading, directing, and guiding us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. for peace in every life that's here. Thank you for peace. Regardless of what it looks like, there's peace. And I say, peace be still. Thank you that you're with your people as they leave here tonight that you your mighty angels are round about them. thank you for your hedge of protection thank you that they're blessed they're agents of change they're ambassadors for the kingdom thank you for the abundant life that's in each individual. I thank you for the purpose and the plan that you have for them. I thank you that your will be done.
Thank you for ministering. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for a blessed rest of the week. I thank you for blessing their going out and their coming in. Thank you for favor. Thank you for increase. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. We bless and we thank you for it. That name is above every name. sense of a total peace like a stillness Good night and I'll see you Sunday.